Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, could House Republicans finally have a candidate who can win the gavel? Number two, the Senate moves forward with the supplemental. And number three, we've got a scoop in the vault. Senate Banking Chairman Sherrod Brown doesn't think there needs to be new sanctions legislation on Iran. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Wowzer, dowser, 22 days in, still no speaker uh, of the House, but it feels as though there's been a bit of a shift in momentum with a lot of House Republicans getting behind a man that a lot of people listening to this uh, podcast might not even know. House Republic, The House Republican Conference has tapped Representative Mike Johnson, the Republican from Louisiana, as its speaker designate. Of course, there's a lot of hurdles, but, you know, and, and kind of headway he's going to need to make to get to that final 217. But uh, a, a big shift in terms of where Republicans are kind of coalescing around someone. Yeah, that's right, Anna. Um, you know, this is how we always thought it would end up, right? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I will. You got to give the guy credit. Um, John Bresnahan, our very uh, uh, esteemed co-founder, has been telling me four months since January that Mike Johnson could be speaker one day. I think this is honestly luck that he that Brez thought this because Brez is, you know, his batting average here is probably not that high. But he did say that Mike Johnson could be speaker. So let's just let's just spend a minute here talking about this yesterday. Who is who is, who is Mike Johnson, Jake, for those? Well, that let's talk about and, and need a quick primer. Let's talk about who's not going to be speaker first. And that's Tom Emmer. Tom Emmer spent four hours and 10 minutes as the um Republican conference's nominee to be speaker. That is not much time. Uh, he uh, uh, dropped out after just four hours and 10 minutes after it was clear he wasn't going to get it. And then to add insult to injury, uh, uh, former President Donald Trump just just took a baseball bat to the guy and said, forget it. Like, uh, don't vote for him. Um, so who is Mike Johnson? Um so Mike Johnson is a member of the leadership already. He's the vice chair of the Republican conference. He is somebody who was very fervent and very active in the stop the steal. The 2020 election is stolen situation, which uh, could be a problem among some lawmakers. Um, 51 year old fourth term member of the house. He is an LSU grad two times over. He is uh, on judiciary and armed services. Won't be for long if he becomes speaker. Um, but he is, listen, he is no less conservative than Jim Jordan, the last guy they got, they booted just last week, or not the last guy, but he, they booted him last week. This is not somebody who is a moderate, who, uh, but he is somebody who's not easy to demonize in the sense that no one knows who the guy is. We know who he is um, because we cover Congress every day and and um, been covering Johnson and been, uh, you know, uh, around Johnson for a long time. And uh, so that is the um, that is one reality here is that like Jim Jordan has almost universal among the political junkies of the world has almost universal um, uh, uh, name ID. Mike Johnson doesn't. Now, what is Mike Johnson? So uh, I don't let's just be clear. And I don't want to give the guy the gavel right now. Like he's not he's not 
he's not he's not one this is going to be a tough slog it is the yeah uh, the vote is at noon today democrats are not going to help him etc 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 now let's talk about what this means for the house republican conference i, I think and i think if anything we underplayed this in this morning's edition, and sorry, that pause was for coffee because I am exhausted, as is everybody else who works in the Capitol right now. Um, if Johnson wins, you are going to have two Louisianans at the leadership table. That is incredibly unusual um, for a leadership table. Now, um, this increases Steve Scalise's power tremendously. Scalise is close to Johnson, uh, and he is going to become probably the most powerful majority leader in recent memory. Now, quite famously, obviously, Anna, uh, Tom DeLay was an incredibly powerful majority leader when Denny Hastert was speaker uh, 20 or so years ago, 25 years ago. Um, the um, But Scalise... You know, you, you can't understate, Anna, and I'll kick it over to you here because I'm sure you have thoughts on this too. You can't understate the learning curve. Sorry, you can't overstate, excuse me, the learning curve here for someone like Johnson and the staff he has to put together, the issues he has to get wise on. Scalise is going to be a shepherd there. I mean, that is a, a, a near certainty is that Steve Scalise is going to be somebody who could help steer the conference with Mike Johnson in the speakership role. Yeah, let's say I, I think a couple of thoughts. One, I just I want to make sure to be super clear. He has a long hill to, to climb here. Uh, steep, there were 23 steep, absences long and all those things. 23 absences last night doesn't have a whip operation in the sense of a, the kind of the traditional whips, you know, operation. If you look at the numbers, not that far off from uh, the other candidates uh, that had also failed to get to that magic 217 um, number. And as you may say, Democrats certainly are not going to help him out. So um, going to, there's going to have to be a lot of, it's going to be very busy morning for uh, Mr. Johnson in terms of figuring out where, if anything, he can do to help get some of the folks, um, you know, that that were missing from last night's roll call to get a kind of a bed check on where they're at. Plus, uh, there were three GOP lawmakers who voted present last night. Uh, that includes, you know, French Hill, Thomas Massey, and Mark Amaday uh, from Nevada. So just going to be, I think, I just want to like, we can't, you know, the, this is not a done deal yet. I think to the second part, if he is successful, so, you know, taking all of those, those considerations uh, in, I do think your point, Two Louisianans at the top of uh, House Republican leadership, unheard of. Going to be very interesting to see, you know, if that becomes an issue here. Uh, and I think the second part is fundraising, right? I mean, this is not somebody who has a massive war chest, who's spent time getting to know uh, the donors of uh, for the you know Republican conference. Uh, going to be a big issue there in terms of kind of shoring that up quickly, and then. I think the other thing is just what does he do with staff? Does he try to get an entirely new staff? Does he try to tap some people, um, you know, from the McCarthy world or other places who have done this before? Because the biggest thing to think about, you know, should he be successful in this is the concept that there he is very, very quickly going to be thrown into the job with Chuck Schumer, Mitch McConnell, Hakeem Jeffries, Joe Biden, 
to solve the government funding standoff. And that is not, you know, that's that's not, you know, that's the biggest game in town. And it's going to be a huge, huge issue. Yeah. Um, this is somebody who's never led a legislative negotiation. He's renamed post offices, done three bills, gotten three bills into law, very minor pieces of legislation. I mean, that's not the only metric. I don't want to overstate this, but um, uh, but this is this is a stunning, stunning development. Should he win? And and to be honest with you, Anna, for us and um, like for our news organization, it's it's incredibly exciting in that it's you don't get to cover this stuff much. I mean, think about this. Kevin McCarthy, before he became speaker, spent a long time in leadership at the top levels of leadership. Um Nancy Pelosi, Paul Ryan wasn't in leadership, but he might as well have been. Uh, he was one of the most prominent members of the House. John Boehner in leadership, out of leadership, back in leadership. I mean, this is a, a, a really, after 22 days of no speaker, a very interesting result and something we're going to really, really, really be excited to cover. All right. Well, we shall see another very uh, exciting day covering Congress. Uh, just want to note, Obviously, love that you are listening to the podcast. We have a morning newsletter that is free, but we also have a subscription that keeps you up to date throughout the day that includes text messages and other benefits to really be on the inside track of what is happening. Encourage you to check that all out at punchbowl.news. It's one of the number two story of the morning, Jake. Uh, The Senate is charging ahead with legislation to fund key national security priorities, even as divisions between and within the parties emerge. Democratic leaders on Tuesday shut down the notion of using the bill to enact an overhaul of border-related policies, while Republicans insist that's the only way to truly address the crisis. Surprise, surprise. People are on different sides of how to fund and what the priorities should be, uh, particularly among the GOP, where there's strife over linking aid for Israel and Ukraine. Yeah, amazing. Um, well, these are some of the problems that a speaker, Mike Johnson, will have to deal with. Um, not directly, but we have to figure we, there's just since the House has been sitting around for three weeks or, or roughly three weeks, um, all of these interesting issues are developing in the Senate, which the House has no real view on. Um, uh, the question about border policies, about combining Israel and Ukraine and everything like that is just is is developing in the Senate, which Andrew DiCidario, a, a Phillies fan, unfortunately, the Phillies uh, did not make it to the World Series uh, last night, unfortunately for Andrew. Um but uh, we we wish Andrew the best as he tries to put his head back together and get ready for 76er season and Eagles. The Eagles are good, too. But um, so uh, uh, the this is just going to be another issue that the Republicans uh, that, that Congress needs to wrestle. And by the way, not a lot of time. Every the year is quickly coming to a close, Anna, and all of these issues are at top of mind. All right, let's run to the number three story of the morning, The Vault. Our key reporter there, Brendan Peterson, has a scoop uh, this morning that the chair of the Senate Banking Committee doesn't think Congress needs to pass new sanctions legislating legislation that would target Iran. That's a big, big speed bump for 
uh, lawmakers in the Senate that have been pushing for legislation. Brown, uh, whose committee is set to hold a hearing Thursday on how the U.S. government can better combat networks of illicit finance and terrorism, says he doesn't see an immediate need for Congress to act. Yeah, definitely in the definitely in the minority here of the views of of Capitol Hill. To be honest with you, uh, most people think con- most people think uh, there should be new sanctions, there should be new legislation. But Brown is an important voice, Senate Banking Chair. Um, I would assume, I don't know for a fact, out of line with uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. All right, things to watch. Also, just want to note, uh, we are announcing a new event on Tuesday, November 7th at 9 a.m. We're going to be sitting down with Representative Kat Kamek, the Republican from Florida, to discuss news of the day, 5G uh, technology and U.S. leadership on the issue. You can sign up for that uh, at our events hub at punchbowl.news. We also, Jake, super excited about a new partnership uh, with that we have with Goldman Sachs, One Million Black Women. We're going to kick off the new series, Uplifting Black Women, with Representatives Chantel Brown, the Democrat from Ohio, and Nakima Williams, the Democrat from Georgia, uh, later this month. And I'm excited that my friend, MSNBC anchor Simone Sanders Townsend, is going to join me on stage to co-moderate that conversation. Uh, you can sign up and find all of these events and more at our website at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.